joke that come out. That my crackers. Bringing it back. Jesus, thank you for Joe. Thank you for his guidance and his wisdom and just the way he faithfully serves you week after week and the way he just pours in and pours in and pours into everyone else except himself. Um, I just pray that you'll hide him deep in your cross as he brings this fire tonight, Lord. Amen. Awesome. All right, so I have a confession. I totally stole this Devo tonight, so um, I stole it from a guy named Paul, and um, he was writing to a group called the Romans, <laughs> so, so I, I'm a thief, I, I borrowed this, um, <laughs> and uh, in addition to that, I did actually, one of my staff shared this diva with, with us recently, so um, Aaron, if you're listening, Hi, Aaron. don't be surprised. Um, I, I've read this passage a few times, but as she was sharing this, it really jumped out, and I think part of it is because it was a different translation than I'm used to reading it in, but... Um, I, I feel like in the, the world that we live in, the chaos that we live in, um, these, like, this truth can make a huge difference if we just like, implemented a few small things from Romans chapter 12. So, Romans yeah. chapter 12, I don't know if we have this up here or not, okay. but um, Romans chapter 12, verse 9, and I'm going to read out the Living Translation. Okay? So, New Living Translation. It says, Do not just pretend to love others. Really love them. Like, don't just pretend to love others. Really love them. Actually love them. This, like, new thought. Hate what is wrong. Hold tightly to what is good. Love each other with genuine affection and take, take delight in honoring each other. Never be lazy, but work hard. Don't you wish that wasn't in there? <laughs> and serve the, serve the Lord begrudgingly. Oh, wait, enthusiastically. Rejoice in our confident hope and be patient in trouble. Keep on praying. When God's people are in need, be ready to help them. Always be eager to practice hospitality. Wow. Um, I love this passage. So different, like, from what's up here. Yeah, so is this ESV or what? what this is NIV. NIV here? Yeah, it's somehow in the Living Translation, it, it just kind of makes it like common language. And it really, I think. For me, in this moment, it really builds home kind of the, the intent of the message. Does that make sense? So, don't just pretend to love other people. Really love them. Have you ever been that person who has received pretend love? <laughs> like, they come up and like, hey, how are you doing? And then I walk away and you're like, they're like, what's his name? Like, you know. <laughs> Me. I, okay, I've been that person. I'm sorry if that was you. 
I did that too. Um, I've done that to a few of you, I'm sure, because I'm terrible. But like, I, you know, I'm I'm warm and friendly, but then I don't even know your name. So. <laughs> Do I actually love you? Uh, so, um, we live in the South, and like, there's a lot of. I, I wouldn't say it's fake, but it's courteous love, right? Like, we're courteous to everyone around. Like, have a great day. Be blessed. How are you doing? Good. Good. And like, we just keep going, right? Um, don't just pretend to love. Really love them. And as I, I'm going to kind of just talk through this, not really giving a whole bunch to you, but then I wanted to take some time to kind of listen to God and soak in the scripture. Um, and think about what is the implications for me. Like, what does this mean for me? Which which one of these, like, kind of little mini commands is God speaking to me today? So don't just pretend to love others. Really love them. That's the first one. Hate what is wrong. Hate what is wrong. Um, I think that if you look at Facebook, there are some people that love to express what they hate. Oh. Is Facebook even a thing anymore? Is there people on that anymore? There's people on here watching us. Um, <laughs> but huh? They're watching on Facebook right now. Hi, parents. Um, but I, I, I have Facebook. But to be fair, I'm looking at Facebook less and less because it's just filled with so much hate and frustration. So I'm I. Like if it doesn't have pictures of baby goats, which you that's know, why you all, all I was gonna. Then there's just it. It's frustrating to look at it because people are expressing all hate. But this passage literally says that we are to hate what is wrong. So there, there obviously is a place for us to hate evil. Now, I think maybe the beginning of that is in our own lives. So, Britton, did you have your hands up? What, pa- Pastor Tom said it best. I don't look at Facebook anymore because I'm a Christian. There you go. I don't, I don't look at Facebook anymore because I'm a Christian. <laughs> Unless it has baby goats. Um, <laughs> but I I think maybe the first place that we want to exert, examine evil to hate is in our own lives. So, are there things, maybe sin bad motivations in our own heart, in our own lives, that we should hate enough to expel. And I can be honest with you and tell you there have been seasons in my life where I was disappointed that what I did did not please God, but I did not, like, that was not, like, matured enough to hate it to expel it. It's just like, ah, I know God doesn't like that, and I don't really like it either. makes me feel kind of cruddy, but... (laughs) You know, the next time the opportunity comes, I can't say I won't. Right? Just because, like, I don't really hate it, hate it. Like, the way that God wants me to hate it. And the inverse of that, hold tightly to what is good. So what is their good, what is their uh, value that we can grab a hold of? And then again, love each other with genuine affection. So it's kind of like, really love them. Light and honor each other. What does it look like for us to to honor one another? Um, 
let's just pause for a second and we'll just, you know, like have some feedback from the from the crowd. Um, <laughs> what when have you is there a moment that you felt honored by a peer or a friend and what did that entail? What what caused that to happen? So maybe we can learn from each other and what that looks like. Mm. Have any of you ever felt honored? So this seems kind of dumb, but nothing's dumb. <laughs> I was helping out with one of the Sioux basketball games this past uh-huh. weekend. And at the end, like towards the end, as I was talking with, with one of the refs, as I was like doing my job, right. he <laughs> said like, you've done a good job today. It's like, yeah, and it made okay. my day when it was just like a simple it's thing. It's just a simple statement that brought honor. Yeah, that's excellent. Yeah, it's really good. Um, This isn't like exactly like honored, I guess, but I felt loved. Um, When I was like right after the accident, I was just like texting all of my church people because I like had spent all my morning serving with them. So I just wanted to like tell them what happened and everything and just ask for prayer because that's like genuinely the only thing that got me through last week. And I texted Heather and we were talking about the accident and she was like, why didn't you text someone? We would have been happy to help you. And then the text messages went on and I was like, I'm glad I know I can call you when I need help. And she was like, we care. And like just those two words, like we care. It just really just hits different, especially when you're in a hardship. But I felt really loved in that moment. Yeah, that's awesome. Shout out to her, she watches this. So good. Yeah. Hannah, do you have a moment? Yeah, I've had several people in the past um, couple months who have affirmed in me who I am. Um, I often feel like I don't belong as bitter or um, the way that I am is wrong. Mm-hmm. And lots of people have been really intentional in the last few months to, to say how you are is good. Um, and I needed that. Yeah. Anyone else? There was a a moment when I was like at a very impressionable age. Okay, to be fair, like I think we're all there all the time. But like this is incredible <laughs> cool moment in adolescence. The the coolest person I knew. Like everyone had like they know who that coolest person is. Like she was I think she was junior, senior, captain of the cheerleading squad for the local high school. Oh, shoot. You know, I'm like a little kid, like homeschool, like nerd. She's like the coolest person I know. You know, she can do backflips and stuff. She goes to church. She's like a leader in the youth group. And we're hanging out one time on like my porch. And it's like me, her, and the pastor's son. And we're just like swinging on my porch swing. It was actually the past, oh. like the last day the pastor's son was going to be there because oh, they were like leaving. They're moving. So like we're all kind of doing like a youth hangout thing at the last, kind of like the last hurrah. So Kim McCoy, I still remember her name. I'm Leans over and she's like talking about different people. And she's like, Joe, Joe's just like, he's like the, the probably the most mature person I knew. And I mean, if my head could have like <laughs> exploded in that moment, I... Of course, I was like, hello, Matt. Sheepishly, awkwardly said thank you. But that moment really 
gave me something that like I wanted to strive towards. Like it earned me in a way that was like, okay, I don't have to be cool in other weird ways, but like I can just be mature. But I chased after that and pursued that to where, you know, like that was something that, you know, from that moment on and probably before that too, which is the reason why she said, I'm sure, is like I was at the kind of the lead of the pack. You know, everyone looked towards me to give wisdom, to give guidance, and to, and so it was, it was really one of those moments where I think God was speaking in her, through her voice, identifying something that God had given, you know, or, or was doing inside of me. And so I felt really honored in that. I think a lot of times the honor and affirmation are tied. Does that make sense? Like, it's one thing just to be like, you know, in Asian culture, it's like, you must honor your elder, right? Like, give the vow of acknowledgement, whether you want to give a posture of acknowledgement of your heart, you have to do it physically anyways. I think honor goes beyond that, where it's more than just like the posture of acknowledgement of honor, but it's actually a heart of acknowledgement. And it's and I think that the best way is like to see that and to affirm, if you go back to Genesis, God makes man and woman and what? How does he make them? In his image. So I think we all are image bearers of God. And so when we truly honor someone and affirm someone, it's like we're calling out that image of God that we see inside of them. Wow. Does that make sense? Like the beautiful part of God, the uniqueness of God that I see in you, that is valuable and worthy of honor because I I see essentially God in you. I see a part of God's character, his personality, his characteristics inside of you and that is beautiful and lovely and we want to honor one another for that. So um, we might come back to that. And then it goes on, delight in honoring each other. Verse 11, never be lazy but work hard to serve the Lord enthusiastically. So I, I think the laziness factor is probably all of life, <laughs> not just only with serving God. Don't be lazy. Um, don't be lazy with school. Don't be lazy with your family. Don't be lazy with work. Whatever your hand finds to do, do all the glory of God. That's another passage, right? So like whatever you are doing, don't be lazy. It's really easy to say and much harder to do, right? When you have the test, or the paper, or the, the book you have to read, Test. or whatever. Yeah. Books. <laughs> and then um, work enthusiastically to build the kingdom. I, I think if I were to point to something in the church that's maybe the hardest thing to cultivate in my, maybe in my own life, but definitely like helping students to cultivate is an enthusiasm for the building of the kingdom. It's I'm one thing to get like a, a, a flash in the pan, like, let's do it. It's like the camp moment. If you guys ever been to church camp, you're like, Young life camp we will win the world. And then like three days later, you're like back to sleeping. <laughs> Me at Young Life Camp. Um, but trying to cultivate a culture of enthusiasm towards advancing the kingdom, towards God, um, is, is something I think that really uh, – 
Tozier, I, I love him. He's like, dude, you need to spend three hours a day like in prayer and reading the Bible. He's original, he, sorry, Pennsylvania, um, for Bible lab. But like, how do we? I don't, I'm not doing that, by the way. Don't. <laughs> I'm not telling you to do that. Um, but how do we foster a a heart where we're doing we we live generously. We live for the kingdom, not begrudgingly, not because we have to, but because we want to. Yeah. And I think sometimes that's um, it's easy to do it for a short span, but it's much different to do it for a lifetime. Yeah. So, but we are called to do that. And then um, rejoice in our confident hope, being patient in trouble. We all have been through that. Tell me about <laughs> We've all it. had trouble. And we're learning patience. Keep on praying. And when people are in need, be ready to help them. Um, I think you guys are good at that. We can always grow, but I think you guys are good at that. And then be eager to practice hospitality. Again, I think you guys are amazing. You guys are high alpha. Like, yeah. You guys are good at loving people. So, um, yeah, let's just pull out your Bible if you want to. Read through this. And we're just going to quietly... Um, reflect. Don't just pretend. Really love. Hate evil. Hate what's wrong. Hold tightly what's good. Love each other with genuine affection. Take delight in honoring each other. Never be lazy, but work hard and serve the Lord enthusiastically. Rejoice in our confident hope. What is what is the ultimate hope? That Christ is coming back. Yes, sir. That's the ultimate comfort help you have. Be patient in trouble and keep on praying. When God's word is to help them, eagerly practice hospitality. So, so just take a few minutes. Um, 7.40. How much time do you guys want to just like listen? Maybe Five minutes? Two songs? Five okay. minutes? Something like that? So 7.45? Kind of read this, pray into it, and then, um, and then we'll, uh, we can have some response if you guys want to. You guys want to talk about it? Maybe what God's revealing. We'll see. We'll see if anyone wants to, and then we'll pray. Okay. Yeah, God, I pray that your scripture would come alive for us even now as we reflect on your words. Um, you said that it would be. Uh, like a sword that uh, cuts through our, our heart and our emotions, um, our thoughts. And so I pray that you would reveal to us your heart in this passage.